Well, hello there. You're back for more. And why not? It's the late night call-in podcast. Your chance to give us a bell and talk about any subject you want. I'm here waiting for your call. Matt Dower is here pushing the buttons. And and Matt, dare I ask, have you managed to bring all of our sound effects down to Podworks here in Richmond? Yeah, but brought a hard drive. Great. So you've got everything? Uh, afraid the file's corrupted. Okay. So how many have we? Three. Three, of course. All right. Look, I don't want to know what they are. You just drop them in when you feel it's appropriate. And um, have we got any callers yet? No. Of course, because people don't know when to to call. Okay. Um, it's all happening here at Sizzletown. Um, hey, I tell you what. Here's something that's a tradition with all of my shows. I like to take us up onto the roof of the building we're broadcasting from, and I know they have that kind of uh, facility here at Podworks. So, Matt, if you could just open the roof of the building for us. Could you do that? Thanks. Great. Look at that. Beautiful evening here in Melbourne. All right, now, if you could elevate the entire booth up onto the roof, that'd be fantastic. Ooh. Okay. Hold on, everyone. Wow. Richmond, if you're ever up early uh, driving through Richmond, you'll know that uh, you can often see a squadron of hot air balloons swooping across the horizon. I don't know where they come from. It's like those magnificent men in their flying machines. Hey, well, Matt, you know we can't afford that music. Please. Almost there. And wow, look at this. Melbourne by night. It's great to be up here. Matt, please. We don't have permission. Wow. Oh, hang on, hang on. I think someone else is elevating. Can you hear that? Who's who's that? The closest I've ever come to breaking my dick in my life. Oh. Oh. That's the Ash Williams show. I won't tell you how I did it. All I will say is it was consensual. Yeah. Okay. Still on about that broken dick. Uh, we might just go down, Matt. Oh, hold on to your beverages. Wow. This is great. Got that music stuck on my head now. Those magnificent men and their flying machines. Hey, hey, no, no. Please, no more of that. And we're back on ground level here at Sizzletown. Those magnificent men. Please. Those magnificent men. Okay. Uh, Call us, anyone? Line three. Great. Hello? Yes, hello. Is that the podcast? Yes, it is. Who's this? Yes, uh, my name's Niles Nyquist. I'm calling from uh, Ashburton with some opinions. Right, and what are you up to this evening? Yeah, well, I'm just sitting here 
having a frozen uh, microwave meal. Oh, yeah, which one? This one of the Pub Classics series. Have you seen those uh, Pub Classics? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's absolutely the same as what you would get if you went to the pub. What flavour is it? Well, this one's called a glass in the face. I'm not oh. sure I haven't heated it up yet. We'll see how we go. All right. It's a Pub Classic. Now, what did you want to talk about? Yes. Uh, we usually talk TV at the oh, top. TV, okay, no, I don't watch a lot of the ABC, I might have that on from time to time, and mm-hmm. you know, they'll often have a murder programme in between the communism. Which one do you like? Oh, gee, I don't know, I'm watching Harrow, have you seen Harrow? Harrow? He's a forensic um, autopsy, I don't no. know, well, you know, he's fiddling about with dead people. I see. He's... <laughs> um, but he's unconventional. He doesn't uh, observe the niceties. He breaks all the rules. Does he? And, uh, you know, risks being admonished from the people upstairs. And that's your favourite? Oh, it's all right, I suppose. I much prefer Pulse. That one was on last year. Yeah. Oh, a bunch of doctors are all unconventional. Right. All bucking the system and <laughs> ignoring there would be no instructions from the people upstairs. So... Medical dramas, they're, they're the only ones you watch? Oh, no, I like a bit of Janet King. You know, she's a lawyer. She's oh. quite unconventional, always going against the grain, you know. That's Another one of those. Yeah, well, it's a bit like Newton's Law, isn't it? There are a bunch of lawyers all bucking the system, being <laughs> sort of iconoclastic or breaking the rules. I like shows where people break all the rules. Do you? Well, what about comedy yeah, on the ABC? I don't know. I don't Squinters, not to your taste? No, well, I like a quaintly presented murder. Mm. I mean, I might watch, I don't know, a documentary about a failed military campaign. Right. Well, it's often been, I might, if I could be bothered, call Phil Brady on Nightline. Oh, yeah. He likes to reminisce about the old days. And how far do you go back? Oh, the 1980s primarily, back when we were all listening to Spandau Ballet. Oh, yes. You know, it was the new romantic era. Yeah. Before Duran Duran split up into Arcadia and the Power Station. <laughs> right. Well, I think Notorious is an underrated album. Right. You're a music fan? Oh, look, I often fire up a gramophone and put on a few of the old 78s, you know, Sig Sig Spotnik. Or oh. Maybe a bit of Swing Out Sister. <laughs> right. Break out. Okay. I haven't really listened to any of the recent stuff. No? Not since the last Apex Twin. So you're very up to date? Oh, God, I do a bit of University of the Third Age. Do you know about that? What is that? Oh, it's so that older people can stay abreast of modern trends into a little, you know, course in the afternoon and, you know, you can have a go on a computer or you uh-huh. can, you know, I don't know, fiddle about with an iPad, whatever the young people are into. I'm doing a few courses. Well, what one are you doing? I'm doing a course in autoerotic asphyxiation. No. Yeah, it's very enjoyable. It's just, you know... You've got to stay up with modern times, don't you? Sure. Well, thanks for calling in tonight, Niles. All right, well, I'm going to go and pass to Phil Brady now and see if he remembers all the words to Hello, John got a new motor. Oh, he's gone. Niles Nyquist calling in to Sizzletown. <coughs> and Harrow. He mentioned Harrow on the ABC. I love a bit of Harrow. Previously 
on Harrow. That's the one. Very posh voice. Um, I do like the scenes in Harrow where they just have a bunch of the other characters standing round, uh, explaining the plot and talking about Harrow. Do you believe that those river bones and that concrete are Robert Quinn? I do. Yeah, I think Harrow does too. Okay, I'll ask you. What do we do about Harrow? What do you mean? He means I don't think we can tell Harrow about this. Oh, that's not fair. It's a conflict of interest. He was married to Quinn's wife. I just need Harrow to focus on his work. And if he finds out that those bones could have been Steph's husband, then... Oh, we, we get it, we get it. I mean, Harrow still has feelings for Steph and now become personal. What? Oh, you and Harrow? It's nobody's business. It's mine now. You're definitely off this case. Wow. How many times can someone say Harrow? I think whenever they have one of those scenes, they should just have Harrow himself appear and just say... Previously on Harrow. Just so we know that it's exposition. Thanks, Matt. Uh, any more callers? No. Right. Um, I was on the project last year and I floated an idea for a movie and it involved, well, uh, an update on the man from the Where's Wally books and... A lot of people thought that sounded like a great idea, so I actually put in a submission to Screen Australia and they were supposed to leave a message. Have they left anything, Mac? Can you just play it back? Uh, yeah, here you go. Hello, this is Bane calling from Screen Australia. I'm afraid we're not going to be funding your new project. This idea of yours for a documentary about the older and bitter man from the Where's Wally book sounds appalling. The idea that the film will depict the Wally man with some form of agrophobia, unable to appear in crowds and unable to perform his trademark displays is terrible. We will not be giving you any public money for such a venture. If you try to call us again, it will be very painful for you, but not for me, Bird. Okay, well, I guess that's a no. Who would have thought Bane would be working at Screen Australia? Sounds unlikely, but uh, on we go. Oh, yeah. Now, while we're talking movies, uh, tragic news uh, last week. Nicolas Cage announced that he will be retiring in three years' time, which, of course, means that there will only be another 18 Nicolas Cage films for us to enjoy. And uh, he leaves a fantastic legacy, so many great lines. I think my favourite is this one from The Wicker Man. What is that? What is that? What is it? Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Not the bees. Wonder how many times he gets asked to do that line as he's passing through an airport or who knows. But uh, I'm sure he'll be back. Haven't seen the last of... Oh, hang on. Another caller. Oh, no. Matt. Matt, cut that. Please. I t- that is my cat. Do not put him through. He just wants me to come down, let him outside, he'll go out, and then he'll immediately want to come back in again. He's giving me the shits. Do not put him through. Or, oh, hang on, another call. Hello? Hello. 
Oh. Is that the poor guy? Yes, it is. Yeah, my name's Dion. Oh, hi, Dion. Is there, mate? Is there what? Is there a prize? Um, Come well... On. What's it going to be? Don't really have one. Can I get some prizes? Why would someone call in? <laughs> well, we just hope people are interested in a chat and will we'll call us. Oh, but... mate, that's so fucking counterintuitive. It's what? It's fucking counterintuitive. Okay, well, where are you calling from? I'm in the wildest kingdom of all, mate. Where's that? Oh, it's really fucking wild. Well, where is it? You know what I mean? Tell us. The Wild Bean Cafe. Oh. <laughs> It's fucking wild. It's just fucking going off. Is it? It's why it's called the Wild Bean Cafe, mate. It is fucking mental. It's, uh, it's wild, is it? Most people think, right, oh, there's just like some cheese in a service station, right, with some cunt fucking trying to make a coffee, right? Oh. There's so much more, mate. Is there? No, it's pretty wild. It's the Wild Bean Cafe. Oh, I can't believe how fucking wild it is. Right. Okay, I, I believe you. It's fucking wild. So, what are you doing? Court. Really? Why's that? But I've got um, issues pending. What sort of issues? Well, I've got to go for this mate of mine, right? He's um, who got charged with rooting a statue. Really? <laughs> and he didn't. He wasn't even there. He wasn't there. Any fucking monuments and shit. It was bullshit. But why are you going? No, you I'm just gonna, go- you can defend yourself in court, right? So I'm going to be defending him. Oh. So, why are you seeing me do it? So you're defending him. I think if you say you're going to um, defend yourself, you just either you can um, but what? delegate this to someone else like me. Can you? Mate, I'm going to take it right up to the fucking judge, right? Take it right up to him. Are you? He's going to go, oh, I'm pronouncing sentence. I'm going to yeah. go, what's it going to be? Of course. Well, <laughs> good luck. You can't say someone was rooting a statue when they weren't. That is bullshit. So I've got to stand up for right. And you've got more than one case. Well, I've got other issues, other um, briefs pending. What else? I'm going to sue, um, I don't know what their names are, but they invented, well, they say they invented nut butter. Nut butter. You know nut butter? Um, Yeah. You know, you're watching like a TV show and you're trying to watch it like it's five minutes into a clip Mm, and then it just comes on. Why don't you buy some nut butter? Well, what's the problem? This is bullshit. I invented nut butter. You? I fucking invented it. I have paperwork, evidence right, and I'm going to be presenting um, the evidence. And these cases, are they're on the same day, are no, they? I'm so- going to be uh, in his first right. It's going to be like in one and then in the other. Oh. He's just going back and forth. I'm invented nut butter. That's bullshit. He didn't lose a statue. Okay. I'll be all over them. Well, that sounds ambitious. <laughs> Well, let us know how you go. Okay, mate, I'll report back. Best of luck. Is there a price? Um, Come on. No. What's it going? Thank you, Dion, for calling in to Sizzletown. <laughs> and time now for some uh, cross-pollination. Uh, no, not cross po- Oh, no, 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 please. No, the please, please. Sorry, um, cross-promotion is what I meant to say there because on Saturday night, it was podcasting's Night of Nights, the Australian Podcast Awards, and Childproof, the podcast which Matt and myself worked on last year, somehow won. That's right. 
the, uh, well, the rejected TV sitcom that was reborn as first a stage show and then as a podcast. Uh, you can hear that podcast. Um, it's on iTunes and uh, I think other platforms via our good friends at Bad Producer. show was written by myself and Serena Rowell, Matt Dower, was pushing the buttons on that one. And fantastic production. A lot of it is set in the world of commercial radio. And it really, uh, I think, gives you an insight into how things work in that world. Let's have a listen to one scene. All we do now is make clips for the website. The on-air staff are more worried about what they look like on the webcams than what they sound like. No, 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 no. that's horizontal thinking. We make more television now than radio. <sighs> You've got to get diagonal, mate, and toot sweet pronto. Radio's not about radio anymore. You and Pomfrey and Captain Keith and whoever the fuck Wingnut is have got to start making some funny clips. Get us on fucking BuzzFeed. I want the kind of numbers we got when we linked to that clip with Kate Upton doing the boob dance. Yeah, maybe I could get Mike Pomfrey to do the boob dance. Don't write it off. People are going mad for that transgender shit at the moment. <laughs> Glenn Close, becoming a woman. Uh, she's always been a woman. Come on, mate, it's Glenn. Okay. Oh, that's, that's very problematic. Sorry about that. Gary Sturjo Sturgis. Um, oh, hang on. Who's this? Hello? What the fuck is going on in there? Uh, sorry, who is this? Sturgo! What, from childproof? Don't mention that bullshit. <laughs> you fucking bony-ass, fucking googly-eyed, fucking moron. Those were private conversations, recorded, as I understand it, by that hippy-dippy pots and pants prick. Hey, I'll have you know, Matt Dow Hit is me. one of the most respected figures in this industry. I'm respected in this industry. Alan Jones is respected in this industry. Pluck a fucking duck is respected in this industry. Well, but Pluck is not the one who's going to be sued to the shit house just as soon as he prizes my boot from his fucking ass. Okay, I'll pass that on. Well, you're probably recording this too, you sneaky fucking where's Waldo lookalike, you fuck. Uh, Throw to the fucking choir boys, idiot. We, we don't have any songs on this. magnificent man. Please. Stop taking the piss out of Daryl Summers or I'm going to come down there and give you one right up the bracket. <laughs> Hell, Matt, you've got a lawyer up by the sounds. Gary Sturgis there calling in to Sizzletown. We've been talking movies all evening and a couple of weeks ago it was the 35th anniversary of Scarface, the Brian De Palma film with uh, Al Pacino as Tony Montana. Uh, I love that movie. A lot of Australians love that movie, as I discovered a few years ago when I was working on a show called Upper Middle Bogan, and we had to go and scout locations for the various houses in the in the show. And I remember we went to Keylor and Taylor's Lakes, and I think every single house we visited had a framed poster for Scarface along with a DVD copy of Adam Sandler's You Don't Mess With The Zohan, too, for some reason. But the house we ended up using for the Wheeler family house, the, the family who lived there, great family who were quite happy for us to trample through their house months at a time, they had two frame posters for Scarface, one for the movie and one for when it came out on VHS. Very impressed by that. And then we went across town to Brighton, much posher, 
to find a house for Margaret, uh, the character played by Robin Nevin in the show. And the house we ended up using, I remember the bloke had a bar. He had his own little blokey sort of Tony Soprano bar in the basement. And I went down there and there were only two things on the wall. He had a glass case with a footy jumper that belonged to someone called Chris Judd. And then he had a painting, a very terribly rendered painting of a bloke in a white dinner jacket. And I was looking at that for about three minutes before I realised it was Al Pacino in Scarface. But it looked like a child had painted it. And the bloke told me that he'd got it in Thailand for 40 bucks and brought it back to Australia, this giant painting of Scarface. And doesn't that just sum up the class divide in Australia? Working people with their framed posters of Scarface. Posh people, no, they have to have a painting of Scarface. And Al Pacino, I always wonder if every time he drops his pants, he just has to say, Say hello to my little friend! be hard to resist, I'd have thought. Someone who has a lot more catchphrases than Al Pacino is Jason Statham, the Stath. Australians love the Stath, and he's got a new film coming out called The Meg about a giant dinosaur shark, and there's a great bit in the trailer where he gets to say the name of the shark. Listen to this. My God. Megalodon. Megalodon. Wonder how many takes that took. Well, let's find out because Richard Wilkins' black book contains the phone number for the Stath and Matt is dialing him now. Let's call in and see if we can have a word. Yes, hello. Is that Jason Statham? That is right. Who is this? Tony Martin calling from Australia. Australia, you say? Yes, from the podcast Sizzletown. Right. You want to record an interview? Yep, if you're up for it. You want to be very, very careful. Uh, really just wanted to talk about this new giant shark movie. The Meg, yeah. That's the one. Have you seen the trailer? Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. I love the catchphrase. Where that... I say, it's Melagod... Oh, uh, it's Melgadon. Uh, it's Mogadon. Yeah, it, no, God. It's Melgadon. Uh, Megalodon. Don. Yeah. I said to them, can't I just say Don? Well, it looks spectacular, but you're already filming another one? Yeah, I'm on the set right now. Really? I can't say too much, but it's a tale of revenge in the London underworld. Now, you make a lot of movies yeah, right. and have been for a long time now since the Guy Ritchie stuff. Oh, yeah. I had quite a run when I started, yeah. After Snatch, yeah, I did uh, Blitz, Crank, War, Safe, Cellular, Chaos, London, Revolver, Parker, Mechanic, 13 and Hummingbird. Yeah, Hummingbird. Yeah. That, that one doesn't sound well, right. Exactly. No. No one wanted to see me in something called Hummingbird. Of course not. Did you see Hummingbird? No, what was it? It was a tale of revenge in the London underworld. Wow. Yeah. But you're trying something different there, I suppose? Well, I'm, uh, I want to do something different. You know, it's, I, I agree. A lot of them sound the same. I couldn't tell you the difference between London and Blitz or 
whatever the other ones were, yeah. Well, what's next? I'm going to do a, a remake of uh, The Remains of the Day. Here's oh. your Really? A novel done by uh, Merchant Ivory, yeah. Wow. I'm going to be uh, Stevens, the butler. He doesn't say much. It's perfect for me. Is, is that a good fit? Well, because... the bloke's uh, working for a Nazi sympathiser, isn't he? Yeah. So we thought, what if the Nazis showed up? Oh. What if Stevens had some hitherto unheard of martial arts skills? Right. Well, what's the title? Uh, we're calling it, uh, it's either going to be Revenge of the Day or Darlington Hall Has Fallen. Right. Well, uh... Any other projects you can tell us about? Uh, I'm also, uh, yeah, I'm working on a remake of the uh, of the Nicholas Ray classic, In a Lonely Place. Really? Yeah, with uh, Dixon Steele, the tortured screenwriter. Wow. So, yeah, I'm going to be playing that role. It's a beautiful, beautiful film, In a Lonely Place. Yeah, sure. It's a classic. Well, it has such beautiful dialogue, doesn't it? You know, mm. who, who could forget that great quote? From Bogart as Dixon Seal, I was born when she kissed me. I died when she left me. I lived a few weeks while she loved me. Yeah, it's a beautiful line. Yeah, we're changing that to time to die. Oh, okay. It's much snappier, isn't it? Sure. In a deadly place, we're calling it, yeah. Now, you're famous for your trademark lines. Well... Is that all you're doing? Yeah, well, that- I mean, I write a lot of my own some great ones. Oh, you saw yeah. Expendables 2, seen in the church, yeah. yeah. I now pronounce you Man and Knife. Oh, classic. I think that yeah. one's the best one, yeah. Yes. I yeah. mean, you look at your great films, it's looking at you, kid, you know, stuff like that. I mean, that's what, that's no different from what I'm doing. Yeah, and they they work for, for any film, All yeah? Right. Well, you just chuck some titles at me, I'll give you the one-liner. Oh, uh, okay, uh, what about uh, The Great Gatsby? Great Gatsby. I'm Gatsby. I'm the knife of the party. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, Heaven Can Wait. It's a matter of knife and death. Right, what about uh, Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice? Variety is the spice of knife. Regarding Henry? I've got a new lease. The Grapes of Wrath. The farmer takes a knife. <laughs> okay, we get the idea. Yeah, yep. Grapes of Wrath, yeah. Mm, I take a, my wrath out. It's a classic. On yeah. these grapes. Well, we're uh, we're out of time, Jason, so, so oh, thanks yeah, for this. I've got to get back to it, so, uh, yeah. It's been great. Okay, we'll call back any time. Oh, well, thanks. When we you might, need someone yep. to teach you the facts of knife. All the best. So... And that is it for this round of Sizzletown. Thanks to everyone who called in. Thank you, Gary Sturgis, for contributing. And thank you, Matt Dower on The Pots and Pans. You can follow Matt on Twitter at The Pots and Pans. You can follow me at Mr Tony Martin. And we've got some sort of Facebook page. I don't understand Facebook, but you can pop in there and have a bit of a tool about I understand that many of the things I'm referring to are linked to from Facebook. So go and have a look at um, some of the Daryl Summers show, if you dare. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks back here. Cheers.
I think that's 